Embody Performance Podcast, Episode 37. I'm Nick Markey, Beach Barbell, Physical Therapy, Strength Training, building out our gym over the next couple weeks, uh, having a launch promo and charity drive for Health Possible Incorporated. Uh, Check out beachbarbell.com for details. There's a button there that says uh, launch promo and charity drive. You can check out the details there. So on today's Truth Tuesday, I want to dive into pain topic again. Um, we'll title it, Does Hurt Equal Harm? So I've gotten a little bit about pain and how we understand it to work at this time. Um, I think one of the biggest things is there's the assumption that if something is hurting, then, you know, there must be perhaps something damaged. And even if you just look at just practical examples, we just know that's not true. Uh, For instance, lots of different, lots of people have headaches from time to time. Um, We don't tend to call a headache damage, which is interesting. Um, You know, they might take a little Advil, but just the narrative around a headache doesn't, you know, equate to, oh my God, you know, there's damage in my brain or whatever. Um, You know, even the narrative just around that head, neck, shoulder pain, you know, people might get when they get stressed, even there isn't necessarily always damage. Oftentimes it's, you know, I get stressed out, I carry my stress here. So it's kind of interesting that those areas tend to um, have that narrative around them. Whereas, you know, somebody's having back pain, you know, oftentimes, you know, you'll get a narrative of, you know, my discs, you know, this, you know, my nerves pinched, you know, all this, all these other things that just don't crop up with similar pain in the head and sometimes neck. Why is that? Uh, culturally, it just has grown that the back is maybe this vulnerable structure, um, discs, herniations, degenerative disc disease, those have just been assumed to be damaged. Now, the question is, is that, so for, let's just talk about disc degeneration, which is just scary, fancy talk for arthritis, which is just an aging process and probably is mostly linked to your genetics. It's a process that takes time to evolve. So, if somebody started developing back pain at a certain point in time, you know, oftentimes that um, kind of out of nowhere onset where it just gradually you start to feel it more and more. Um, it's hard to pinpoint an exact day, but um, we'll say that, you know, over a week or two, you know, this pain is developing and they get an x-ray maybe after a couple of months and the x-ray shows back arthritis well, that will oftentimes be the blame, um, blamed for the pain. Whereas if we took that same x-ray 
maybe a year before where the person wasn't having back pain, they could have the pretty much the exact same arthritis. Um, and why weren't they feeling the pain then? There's really no, you're never really given an explanation for that. Um, disc herniations, you know, we have mountains of evidence suggesting that those don't necessarily uh, incite pain. Um, there's lots of people walk around with disc herniations that don't have any pain. Just once someone starts having pain and they get some sort of imaging, then, you know, they find something and it gets blamed. So some practical examples beyond the headache versus back pain um, where we don't necessarily think hurt equals harm. Um, even on the kind of the flip side is you have, you know, maybe a kid who breaks his arm and then gets a cast on it. And within, you know, a few minutes, he's probably running around with that cast, probably not feeling any pain. Um, you know, there's still a broken bone in there. So there is actually, you know, damage in the bone. And there's probably signals coming from the nerves in that area up to the spinal cord into the brain saying, you know, we have damage. But the whole system has decided that it's not necessary to have pain because perhaps, you know, we've already gotten the issue taken care of. And the tough side with this kind of topic is that oftentimes, you know, when someone's having pain, um, you know, a big thing is feeling validated, like this is actually happening. And if you feel something, it's validated. You know, it doesn't really matter where that thing is coming from. You know, it's very, it's possible that it could be, you know, like in the back, a disc herniation that's kind of driving the pain experience perhaps. But it's also possible that a discrimination there isn't really involved. Um, it kind of doesn't really matter. You know, unless there are very distinct clinical signs. Uh, keep going back to the back example. You know, maybe the person's having, you know, very kind of specific or generalized leg weakness and shooting pain down their foot for quite some time. You know, like signs that, you know the nerves down the leg are, are having trouble. So then, and then, and then there's now imaging that shows that that nerve is also being um, encroached upon by the, you know, herniation or whatever, you know, those are cases where you, you might, you know, want to do something about it. But a lot of times it's very vague. Um, the imaging is kind of vague. You know, sometimes I've seen plenty of imaging where the person will have, you know, pain, you know, just, hurting them, you know, to death on one side and the image shows, you know, there's all these massive herniations on the other side and they don't have any issue with the other side. And, and so it's, you're sitting here going, okay, that's weird. Um, but again, it just kind of drives home that point that just because there is what we might perceive as damage doesn't mean that there's actual um, damage, you know, if we might actually, you know, if we hurt um, this topic, I, I've had some patients ask me, like, can I do this if it hurts? Um, and so my usual response is, you know, it's your choice. Uh, you can try it, see how it goes. You know, sometimes it goes well, sometimes it doesn't, but you know, it's their, your body. Um, 
when you kind of take a look at what you, options you have on the table, uh, you know, at first you have to say, okay, I'm having a pain. You know, I should perhaps pay attention to this thing. Um, if reasonable, I might try to work my way around it. You know, if I can, you know, modify what I'm doing um, in various ways, then that might not be a bad idea to maybe not feel this pain, whether it's actually damage or not. It's hard to say. Um, and then from there, you try to move your life forward in any little way. You know, you try this, you try that, try this movement, try that movement, try this activity, that activity, and you kind of test them out. And some will probably feel better than others. And, you know, the ones that feel fine, you know, you just keep doing those. And the other ones that maybe don't feel as good, you kind of monitor those. And over time, you keep testing them and trying them, you know, again, you know, whether there's damage or not. I mean, the reality is that if there is damage, that is one, you know, the main, say, cause of the pain experience, then, you know, that damage is going to heal whether you like it or not. And if you stay more or less mobile within reason, you know, it'll heal in a way that is probably um, going to help you have a better future using that area. And the pain experience, you know, will probably be up and down regardless of whatever damage is there. Um, you know, like I said, there's lots of cases where people feel pain in life. You know, you fall down and slam your knee into the ground. Um, you know, it hurts probably a lot initially. And sometimes just within a few minutes, you don't feel it. You know, it's like, well, was I damaged and then just healed magically right away? There's lots of times where someone will be experiencing, you know, having pain, maybe chronic pain. And when they get in situations where they uh, are more stressed, you know, their pain will increase. And they get in situations where they are, uh, you know, more relaxed or happier you know, their pain, you know, can, uh, decrease. So it's kind of like, okay, well, there's not magical healing going on in that part that's, you know, thought to be damaged, but, you know, you could certainly say this, the context is changing around it. You know, the relaxing situation, the person is feeling safer, less threat. And then the, you know, more stressful situation, the person's feeling more threat. Lots of cases where people will have maybe an old injury and the pain will crop up from time to time. You know, it's those old battle wounds. Um, you know, they'll get the flu, which is kind of like a inner body warfare. And, you know, they'll have aches and pains, you know, oftentimes directed in those old areas, you know. Um, are those old areas more damaged because of the flu? Probably not. But, you know, they're they're perhaps more sensitive compared to the rest of the body. So it could make some sense that you would feel it in those areas more. So the main thing to recognize is that hurt doesn't always equal harm. What you feel is what you feel. So regardless of where the, maybe the main driver or source is, you know, if you feel something, you feel something and you should, you know, probably pay attention to it. It doesn't mean you have to stop doing everything with that area. You know, sometimes I've had many cases where, you know, we would do even, you know, we would do challenging exercise for an area and it'd feel better and it wouldn't feel worse later on either. So 
I, I think you just have to, you know, unfortunately it's always kind of the, it depends answer is you just kind of have to test it out. Um, I recommend a systematic approach. You know, if you're feeling some pain, you just try something maybe easy at first and then kind of see how that goes. And if that feels fine, then you maybe go to the next level or maybe try another angle. And so you kind of just gradually try each angle and slowly move it forward. You know, probably after trying a couple, you know, a few, you know, if you start to feel it a little bit, you know, you might be reaching that edge. And especially if it's your first time kind of testing it, you might just stop a little early, you know, once you start to feel a little bit and then see how it goes over the next day or two. And if it's seemingly respond, you know, decently over the next couple of days, then, you know, next time you can dip into it and push it a teeny bit more. Um, you know, whether there, the, you know, there's quote unquote damage or, you know, just sensitivity or probably, you know, possibly both, um, driving the pain experience. Um, you know, you're, you're better off kind of still living your life and, uh, perhaps part of that could just be you're, you're kind of showing that pain, you know, your defensive system, you know, that things are okay. And just like putting the cast on the kid with the broken arm, you know, you showed that it, it's okay. We got it protected. It's all right. You know, so, um, it's just a better way I think to recover and respond, um, to a painful situation is just, try a little bit of movement and, and just, you know, kind of gradually move forward from there. Um, so I'll probably have to keep touching on this subject because, you know, oftentimes when we start talking about this stuff with pain and sensitivity, you know, sometimes people that are deal with pain will think that it, they're being told it's in their head. It's, you know, technically everything's in our head, you know, the, the sounds coming from this phone, you know, listen to this podcast, the, the light, coming off the phone, you know, like basically everything is, is signals that are transmitted into something in our brain. So that's the same thing with pain. It's just, we don't always know where the, is it, you know, the damaged tissue, you know, quote unquote damaged tissue that's, you know, driving the pain experience. Is it, you know, some sensitivity in the, the nerves, you know, touching that tissue is it sensitivity in the nerves, you know, in the spinal cord, is it sensitivity in the nerves in the brain? You know, it's, there's lots of different potential sources, you know, is it, you know, certain links in the brain now that, um, feel a lot of threat with certain things. Like if you talk to a lot of people that have, you know, long time pain, just even sometimes thinking or talking about, you know, a move that makes them painful, they'll kind of start to get a little bit tense, you know, just so you're, you're kind of looking at maybe like fear and anxiety, you know, inciting it a little bit. So, you know, there's all these little angles. Um, and like I said, I think the best move forward is testing it out little by little in different angles and different contexts, you know, with different people, you know, sometimes just doing it with a professional, trying it, you know, those moves with a professional you hired is, you know, was a different context enough that the body will be, okay, I think we're safe. We're okay. We got this expert, you know, helping us now. So just different things to ponder. Um, and again, I, I most likely will keep touching on this subject probably for the next several weeks and months, uh, in different ways to just try to help drive this message home. Because I think a lot of times people get stuck and, um, aren't living the lives, you know, that they potentially could live, you know, more happy because they are kind of stuck and, and fearful that the pain is damaging, you know, their it's their damaged body and they, they shouldn't use it. And it's just not the case. Um, so 
think that'll be fine today. I've gone a little longer, um, coming up on 16 minutes here. So, uh, again, I am Nick Markey of Beach Barbell uh, Physical Therapy and Strength Training in Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, building out our gym over the next couple of weeks, launch promo and charity drive for Health Possible Incorporated. Um, please check out beachbarbell.com for details. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.